Tanya de Amarim. This is the Wild Eye Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from Wild Eye, and in this episode I have another chat with one of our Wild Eye staff members. I sit down with Tanya now. Tanya, when she started with the company, was really quiet and she just get got stuck in and did her work. And in the conversation, again, I was reminded that she's probably one of our more senior staff members. She's been with us for a very long time. And again, to see her growth over the last, I think, six or seven years now has been absolutely amazing. Um, never one to shy away from banter, great fun energy in the office, and the person who runs all of our private guiding um, coordination and stuff. So yeah, great to have Tanya on the team, and I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. Goes, mm-hmm. you can say shit and stuff Apologize if you want Apologize in advance. Already? Okay, because we've just started. <laughs> oh, flip. <laughs> what was Judy giving you a hot time about? About my trip, which was supposed to be, she says it's for next year, but it's for this year. So a little panic with everyone, but no panic. What was it about? Um, just when it's happening. Oh, yeah. that's we have great. We have these moments often between yeah. us. What's we forget any- you, which year we're in. So Yeah, I mean, we're booking 25. So. Uh, no, it's uh, What is the vibe like in the logistics team right now? It's fantastic. It looks it. Yeah, it is great. Is there a lot of banter? No, not at all. Cause, and, and, <laughs> and, and, and what about logistics versus finance? Yeah, yeah there's some of that going. There's, I think there's banter between us and every other department. Yeah. I, I can see Melissa giving you a bit of trouble. Hey? Yes, all the time. She's I don't know why. In, in Afrikaans, there's a thing called stille water, diepe grond. Oh, uh, so yes, yes. Calm waters, deep, yeah, whatever the case. That one. I think she's one of those. She is. <laughs> it's the quiet ones you need to be careful of. 100%. But now, you've, you were used to be quiet. Oh, was I? Very. Okay. And it's been interesting to see the whole growth thing. Well, that's good. Yeah, very. You haven't told me to shut up yet, so I think it's good. I think they have. You just don't yeah, listen. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> but Possibly. now, so so, what do you do when you're not here? Now I do. Uh, like when you're not in the office, when you're not working, what is what does Tanya do? I uh, enjoy my sports. Mm-hmm. You're swimming midmore. I'm swimming midmore. For people who don't know, what is midmore? It's an open water swim. Where it's actually not that far. It's like 1.2 kilometers. Sweet God, that is huge. It's. I'm excited. It's my first real like. When it's my first midmore, so I'm excited. What are the other ones like it? Like open water stuff? Oh, I don't know. There's open water races, but there's yeah. only one midmar. So what kind of time do you look at? How long do you take to swim 1.2 kilometers? I don't know. Well, it's 1.6. I'd lie. Look at me So lying. it's a mile? It's a mile. It's a midmar. And this mile. is when? Uh, 11th, 12th, 12th of Feb. The 11th and 12th of Feb. But have you always been into swimming? No. Well, how? How did this happen? Um, about a year ago, I used to play soccer. Yes, so, I remember that. Yes. And then about a year ago, I had to stop for a little while, mm-hmm. and swimming was my only option. So I'm like, okay, let's try. Was it like try. rehab? Y- yeah, kind of, kind of mm-hmm. like yeah. I wasn't able to do the soccer. Yes. So doctor said only swimming. Um, so I'm like, okay, let's try it, and then I fell in love. So really, yeah. I swim like a brick. I used to swim like a brick. Oh my god! It's all about time in the water. <laughs> I still swim like a brick. It's bad. It's very tough. That's interesting. I, yeah. I know a couple of people who've done midmore and they love the experience thereof. Mm. But oh no, I can't. Swimming. We did at university. We used to do. I studied sports psychology, which was uh, become sports management and then uh, be a human sciences, whatever combined. Mm. And for that, you had to do as part of the sports management stuff. You had to do life saving. 
And then a part of that is all this time in the thing and swimming is like, oh no, can't do it. Longest training sessions, I'm sure. No, it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. No. And um, I've asked everybody this. It's not a, I don't like to do the thing of what's your favorite color and mm, it's like yeah. whatever. But, and I'm going to do this because Candace listened to this with the one where she cried that oh, day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's very upset. But um, how do we keep that going? How do, how do you keep that kind of whatever was in there, whatever that was? Mm. How do you, because we know, you know, you've been here for long enough. Yeah. That shit's going to come. We're going to have tough times. We're going to fight and scream. How do we keep that going? Whatever happened that day? I think it's just all about understanding each other. Like if you have a relationship with someone, you're going to have ups and downs. You're going to bump mm. heads. Like make sure that you go back to like, why, why are we here? Like what do, mm. what do I have to offer? What does someone else have to offer? And if someone's having a bad day, like, you know, understand it. Mm. Be like accommodating. Yeah, like sure. Don't let people like walk over you, yeah. but just be understanding with who yeah. you're working with. I wasn't expecting that to go that way. No, no, I don't think any of us were. No, like it, it all started nicely, and then bam. Yeah, I think I think when Laura spoke first, Cadness started, and that was it. The oh, done, that, that was done. that was it was. Oh, yeah. But it's and I was saying to to Jono earlier today, it's like you've been to the Mara camp, so you'll yeah. know this. The the Mara is also it's an there's an X factor. There's some you can tell people you can show them the pictures and da, yeah. da, da, but it's more than that. But with something like happened the other day here as well, it's almost like it's this fragile thing. You don't want to you don't want to define it too much because if you do, it's going to fall apart. Yeah. Something in that, but I, I don't know. And I've been asking people, how do we keep that going? A lot of it comes to communication. Mm. And you said something interesting. I mean, what do you do when you have a bad day? What do I do? Yes, uh, I withdraw if I'm honest. Mm. Like I. Uh, I become quiet and then I'll stick to myself and then I'll take my time to pull myself towards myself. Do you tell people though? I do. Like I, I will, I'll usually go to one person and be like, you know, it's, it's a crappy day. I'm sorry. Or mm. even after the fact, I'll be like, I'm sorry. Like mm. I had a crappy day. I know sure. my attitude was crap. Um, but it, it is important to not just like suck yeah. it in. and. It, it has to be, I think, because we spend so much time at work, not just us, everybody. Yeah. It, it's kind of thing where it's often been said that you should leave your shit at home. Mm. But how? Yeah. If I have a hamstring injury, I can't leave it at home. Yeah. If I wake up in a shitty mood or I'm depressed or anxious, whatever it might be on that yeah. day, I can't leave it at home. Yeah. So either I'm going to stay at home or I'm going to bring it in. But mm. then there's the communication side of it. Yeah. And I think that's something historically that we can be better with. I really do. Absolutely. But, but I think the platform that was created a few days ago, or week, whenever it was, I think it's there. It's yeah. just to execute against it now. And it also comes down to being comfortable with who you're with. Because if mm. you're not comfortable... With safe? People, yeah. Has it's, to be a, safe. it's a safe space. Mm. Like, if you don't feel comfortable opening up and being like, hey, guys, I'm having a rough time, it's not going to happen, and it's going to make things so much worse. Why do you think it's so difficult for people to do that, though? To come know. in and say, listen, I'm having a bad day. Back the fuck up. Leave me alone. Why, why is it so hard? I don't know. I think it just... Expect like, it to be yeah, perfect. Yeah, you expect it to be perfect. Exactly. Like, you can't show weakness mm. at the end of the day. Because if you're weak, then there's something wrong. Someone's going to eat you up in this exactly. office. What, what do you, do you, do you, when do you take a duvet day for you? When? At what, what is that deciding factor? Like, I'm going to come in and just deal with this shit today. Or I'm going to just message and say, not today. I, I, I wing it, in all honesty. Like I'm, really? Yeah. Like, I'll be on the day. Mm. I'll be like, today's the day. It needs to happen. You just wake up and you think this is yeah. it. And until you told me it's okay to take a duvet day when you're having a good day, I was of like, course. duvet days are only for bad days. So no. it, was, it was nice to be like... It's okay yeah. to just 
Have a duvet day yeah. on a good day. 100%. Yeah. I think just for people listening, the duvet days is basically mental health day, which a lot of companies use that if you wake up and you just don't feel like adulting or living that day, that's bad. Yeah. But don't, okay, that came out adulting. wrong. Adulting, we don't feel like adulting. Adulting today. <laughs> then you just call in and, and no questions asked. So we just ask, are you okay? Do you need anything? But it should also be a good thing. Mm. Because honestly, and, and Candace took one yesterday. yesterday yeah. And she messaged me in the morning. She was having a great day. She just went to do her thing. Mm. And I think that's very important. I agree. It, it has to happen more. But it's always been this thing that anything to do with mental health and moods, especially from a guy's point of view, but yeah, just, can't talk, can't about, talk it. about it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, that's, and that's the safe space we need. Yes. In a situation like this. And I think it's great because like it's nice to be part of a team that understands that like we all we well we have that understanding mm. like um it's not frowned upon so we do have that sense of comfort and we're able to open up in that sense mm. i mean we, we speak about and we used to speak about the family to all our family we've changed more to a team thing family sometimes confuses things as far as because because if if you're a family and my dad says to me take out the trash and i don't do it then he's like going to punish me and we're just going to move on. You know what I mean? So, so there's certain dynamics in a family yes. that is not quite the same as an office. Doesn't fit. My dad has no choice. I'm his son. I do whatever the hell. But you have a choice to be here or not. So exactly. I think team is a better thing. It is. That there's a common goal. But it is. It, it still has to be that safe space. Absolutely. What would be the one thing you change in the office if you could? Mm. Maybe put Melissa on the boardroom yeah, or something. No, you know, we try... We t- <laughs> We try to recruit her, and now this is the response that we get. We get even more banter. Did you try and recruit her? We did. We told her there's an open space. Oh, before Randy came. Yeah, and and it backfired. Sure, Melissa, that's harsh. It just amplified it. That is harsh. (laughs) I'm kidding. That is harsh. (laughs) So what would it be? What? what? Mm, You like seclude us, like put us in a bubble. Our logistics team. Really? I'm kidding. No, we'd go mad. We'd absolutely go mad. I was just wondering the chaos (laughs) chaos that would ensue inside there. No, no. Um, nothing actually. I don't, I don't think anything, mm. nothing I'll change. Mm. Like we have a, a great office environment. I think it's, th- there has to be a certain amount of freedom. Yeah. Um, and not just from, I'm shitty today, leave me alone. Mm. But just if you, you can play your own music. Look, Michael sometimes plays a bit soppy stuff. I'm not going to lie to you. But other than that, there has to be a freedom for you still to be you. Yeah. And not get lost in the machine as such. Mm. Yeah. But listen, at this stage, we're 10 minutes in. Who are you and what do you do at Wild Eye for people that know you? What is your role? What is your role? I do the private guarding. So I work with the guards and the guests to put something together based on what guests want, basically. What did you start as way back when you started? Oh, shucks. A little bit of everything. Yeah, I was. was I I didn't have a title for a long time. (laughs) Yeah, you just did travel stuff. Yeah. You tell me what I need to do. When When did we formalize the private guarding thing then? About two years? Was no, it before COVID? It was before COVID. Yeah. It was before COVID. I think it was when we started getting, probably like when we started getting more guards. So like when Mike arrived and yeah. then Al and then Trev. And so how, when, when you started, who was part of the company? It was. This is way back. Yeah. It was directors, then Johan and Lara. That's it. That was it. Yeah. So it's literally more than doubled since I've been here. So basically what you're telling me, and if they're listening to this, you are the senior person in the logistics team. I am, team. right? So you demand a bit of respect. <laughs> I mean, any time now. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Um, the, the private guiding stuff, what is the... Because I don't think a lot of people understand what goes into it. Mm. Like, 
the guides understand they, they run on trip. But if someone, I'm going to use Engen, he does, but just as an example, he comes on, he says he wants to go to Solio and he wants to go to Samburu. They just tell us this. Yeah, make it what's, happen. What's the challenge? What's the biggest challenge for you to try and put that together? Availability. Right now. Just explain <laughs> to people who don't know, because people just think we can just book it. Yeah. So especially now, like lodges are filling up because everyone wants to travel now. So everyone. Do you see an uptake? Yes. Yeah. There is definitely an increase. Mm-hmm. Um, so lodges are, aren't available. Mm. Then there's vehicles. Then there's guards who aren't always available. Trying mm. to get guards on yeah. a trip these days. It is, is tough. a struggle. Uh-huh. Um, so at all, everything, literally everything needs to link up perfectly for, for the trip to happen. Mm. What would be, and, and look, this is a, it's a bit of a vague question, but what, could, what is the turnaround time for someone? And there's not a pressure thing at all, mm. but for people to expect, because some people say to me, for example, I want a private guided trip. I say, okay, cool, I'm going to give it to Tanya. They phone tomorrow and they say, where's my trip? Yeah. So what can people budget on? Two weeks, three weeks, week? What are we looking at? It depends. If you go into one lodge, it can be anything from a day or two mm. to if you're taking like... Because you're waiting for them. Yes. Yeah. So, and then if it's not just one lodge and you have a more intricate itinerary, then mm-hmm. it can take up to two weeks because yeah. then you have to wait list. Then wh- once wait list clear, then you can start officially putting everything into place. Yeah. If it doesn't clear, then you need to have a plan B and a plan C. Oh, so, so how many private guided trips are you juggling at any given time? Like how many are you busy with now? Uh, probably about four. Yeah. Four, five. Is that average or is it? No, no. This is this is quiet. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> I was gonna, this is quiet. Yeah. It does get a lot busier as the year picks up. Who's your favorite guy to work with? Don't answer that. No, no, I have no favorite guy. They're all Good amazing. Ones. They're all amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then fr- from a, for people wanting to look at a private, because they'll look at, they'll see Luke or Trevor or Mike's work or whatever, and they want to travel with them. Budget-wise, someone comes to you and says, I have $500 a day. Can I go on a private? Negative. Probably not happening. No. Give me a number. Uh, average. Average. Work around probably about... One and a half, two thousand per dollars per day. Mm-hmm. Again, depending on where you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's an average. Yes, and, and how many people are going? So. And that would be the guide, the vehicle, the da da da. So that's everything. Everything. Just obviously flights and the stuff included. Yes. Yeah. I don't think people understand that. No, no. I actually had a guest come back and say she she was also like a little blown back by why it was so much higher than what she was expecting. Mm. But then, you know, it just goes back to explaining what you're actually getting for what you're paying. Yeah. So how much, do you have more guide time or clients time? Who do you interact with more? Probably the guides. Yeah. Yeah, because they're in the office and Uh. we obviously have to sit together and plan a trip based on what they want, what the guest wants. And then, so the initial stages, it's mostly guide. Yeah. Um, and then after that, it will be guest focused. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. How, and, and again, let's dumb this down for people listening. In an elevator pitch, 30 seconds, people don't understand the difference between a custom travel and a private guided. What's the goal? So custom travel, you go where you want by yourself. With yeah. a private guided, you have a guide with you from start to finish. But so if, if I take a private guided trip and I strip the guide away. Yes. Is everything else the same as a custom? It, it could be without the, the educational part, mm-hmm. if that makes yeah. sense. So the teaching, there's absolutely no photographic yeah. teaching, but it could be the same. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a big thing people understand. They don't always get it. Yeah. Because schedule, they know they can travel with me to here, but then if they want to book this, or they can go on their own. It, it seems confusing, but we work with it so often that yes. people don't always get it. It is hard to understand, yeah. unless you're dealing with it every day. Yeah. What would you be doing if you weren't working for Wild Eye? Oh, shucks. I don't know. 
something outdoorsy, I think. Oh, or really? something, no, something where I can speak to people. Like, I don't want to be stuck in an office just uh-huh. as much as I love doing Excel spreadsheets. I don't want to be like doing You it. like him for real? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm so I, sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm having a rough day and I need to pull myself towards myself, I'll go, go do a spreadsheet. Sounds liberating. It's very so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So if, if not, it would definitely be something where I'd still be able to interact with people. Mm. And outdoorsy. So you yeah. want to be a guide? No. 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 I can't teach. No. At all. You could just inspire. Y- yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Mm. That could work. <laughs> what do you think? Interesting question. From from your point of view, I mean, because you hear the guys are messaging you, where's this, where's that, from the trip, when they're on the trip. Yeah. What do you think, from a perception point of view, is the hardest thing about being a guide, doing what these guys do? I think being on their A game from, like, morning till evening. Mm. Like, I take my hat off to them for that. Mm. Like, mm. waking up, being happy, happy the whole day, bubbly, and then going to bed and then doing it. Yeah. And like finding the energy to do that every mm. day, yeah. I think is amazing. It is. I, I think we, when they start going over like three, four, five weeks, that shit gets real. Yeah. Nothing's funny anymore. It's just <laughs> enough. Can't do this. Time to go home. No. no. Yeah, I think that that is one thing that I like admire about how they are in the field. What could the guys do differently to make your life easier? Your, your individual as what you do and for logistics. Uh, leave us alone every now and then. There you go. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. There it is. You copy that. <laughs> uh, no, like I think we have a good understanding now. Like mm. it, obviously as the team has grown, it has taken, um, there have been some teethings. Mm, but mm. it is, I think we're, we're in a good place now. Yeah. It seems that people understand what's expected and how to operate. Yes. And again, it just comes back to being able to communicate with each other mm, and mm. saying, this is what I can do and this is what I can't do. Yeah. Or this is what I expect and this is what I don't expect from both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which of our trips on the website would you most like to do? Uganda. Oh, really? That was a quick answer. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I would love to. That would be like, that has always been my number one. Because of gorillas. Gorillas. Absolutely. It must be interesting from, and I'm talking for all of you ladies at the desk there. Of, and, and I asked Ken as well, she said Iceland. And you probably know more about the on-the-ground details of what it entails than we do sometimes. Yeah. But, and, but it's all just this concept. It's a conceptual idea that you're doing. Yes. And then you send away. It must be an interesting thing. It is. It is. But at the same time, like, I speak for myself, but, like, I live through what the guests and what you guys are doing. So mm. it, is, it is great to know what's happening on the back end. Yeah. To see it, like... Yeah. Coming to play. You don't. You, you don't. You really go onto social media. No, I you don't post much. No, I have Instagram to stalk the guards. If I'm honest, that's it. Good, good. <laughs> it's the only reason I have it. Yeah. Why don't you post? I don't. I th- look, I think it's an amazing thing not to. Yeah. Coming from me, I think it's a great thing. But why? Have you ever? No, it's not something that has really ever interested me. Honestly, mm. if it wasn't for the industry that I'm in and seeing what the guards are doing, yeah. um, I probably wouldn't even have Instagram. Yeah, and Facebook and TikTok no, and whatever. Like I, 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 I'll see TikTok every now and then, but I don't yeah. have Facebook anymore. And it doesn't make a difference. Like, yeah. uh, doesn't phase me. I think there's a lot of people that need to replay that last 30 seconds because mm. the way people lose themselves in that stuff is... Just, yeah. And there's no, there, there literally is no net upside. Mm. There's no upside to it. 
it and it's so easy to get drawn in and then you like you start scrolling and like oh hour well, later exactly an hour later and like you've just wasted an hour and you got nothing for it tiktok is bad for that yeah it's because their algorithm is so damn good have you actually so you use tiktok i have i've, yeah. I've looked i haven't posted okay. anything because their terms and conditions so whenever you sign up to the app is like do you agree blah blah blah, blah. yes They've got a single click. Now, in their terms and conditions, the reason there, I think it's called the For You page, which is they recommend stuff yes. and you just keep yes. on scrolling, is so good because they are tracking everything. Who you follow, where you are, they can, like mm. your location. They can, they can um, you give them permission to look at file names on your, on your, your computer, your phone, um, keystrokes. So they know that if you are going to the shops and you're in a total sports and you're looking at Nike shoes oh, wow. and you're with me, they're going to feed you stuff to kind of... That is why they are so good. It is scary. But it that's is. why the US wants to ban them and say stop it and what have you. Yeah, I don't that see that bad. happening though. Yeah, it's, it's... No, they won't ban them. No. But did you know the Chinese version? Because it's a Chinese product. Yes, I believe so. China's one has four different types of posts. You look at the one we get, the American one, it's a shit show. It's guys dancing naked next to trees and people eating weird. It's weird. It's just weird, right? The Chinese version has four types of posts. The, pers- the first one is patriotic, something rah-rah China. The second one is science or maths-based, like learning. The third one is also like history or something about it. And then the fourth one is a random one. But more than that, the app closes down between like six in the morning, well, from nine in the evening until six in the morning. Oh, wow. So they managing it pretty well for their youth. Yeah, and they're letting the rest of the world just go to shit. Yeah, (laughs) run rampage with it. (laughs) No, it's, I don't know. I used to be on TikTok over lockdown and stuff, but no. And there's that impersonating guy, so that's not great. So we stopped with that. Exactly. We stopped with that. (laughs) How was lockdown for you? Honestly, I was okay with lockdown because I knew everyone was locked away. Yes. So I was, it wasn't great, Mm. but like I, I wasn't, it was okay. How did you keep yourself busy? I, well, worked like normal. Uh-huh. Um, I exercised at home because mm-hmm. that was all I could really do. I yeah. cooked. I tried to make new dishes. wasn't fantastic. Did you make yourself promises before? Like, I'm going to learn the guitar and I'm going to learn language and stuff like that? Or? Oh, no, I didn't. No, no. I didn't. No. I literally winged it every day. No. So that was, it wasn't too bad. It, was, it wasn't horrible. Where were you? At home? At home. On your own? By myself. Yeah. Yeah. I sat on the phone a lot. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Lots of video calls. How much wine did you drink? Not much, actually. Really? Yeah. It's not funny if you're having wine it's, by yourself. But this is the thing. A lot of people <laughs> during COVID, they're like, oh, fuck this. I'm just going to go just deep. going to have it. No. No. Yeah. It was a tough time. It was. It was. Like, honestly, I found when I had COVID and I was locked away by myself and everyone else was mm-hmm. somewhat, had somewhat freedom, like that was harder for me. Oh, I right. had proper FOMO then. Yeah. But I, st- like, I think it helped being in touch with people who were in the same situation. Everyone mm. was in the same situation. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't horrendous, if I'm honest. They, they say that the, the kickback of a global population, yeah. the kickback of the mental issues that people have or, or, or gathered or gained during that time hasn't even started yet. I can believe that. And there's still a lot of people who are slightly fucked up, but they yeah. don't know it yet. Yes, it's still coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, th- I think, like, we, as, as a company, we had a lot of Zooms and stuff, but you guys were so busy with postponements and stuff. Yeah. That was crazy time. It was. It yeah. was, work-wise, it was the hardest period I have ever been to. Yeah. Like, I 
my anxiety was ridiculous. Because of work or Be- because of COVID? Because of everything combined. Just the situation? Just, yeah, that, that is what I struggled with. I didn't struggle with being stuck, stuck at home. I struggled with... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. Does it no, make 100%, sense? No, yeah. 100%. I, I had an interesting... And this is a conversation that could be interesting with the guides as well. But I said to John as well, what happened was before COVID... You guys did the, the grunt work and we would go and run the trip. Hmm. So on social, whatever, we the rock stars, like, ooh, there's a lion, there's a polar bear. And people think that's amazing. Yeah. But they never really, and even though they, they probably knew you guys were doing the work, there's not an appreciation factor. And I don't mean this in an, any strange way, but even from a guide's point of view, it was just this is how it works. Yeah. They ask for the trip, they put it together, and here we go. But what happened with COVID is the guys all sit down and shut up. Yeah. You stay home, write a blog. <laughs> And you guys took over. And the logistics team became the rock stars from COVID lockdown until now. And to me, and I think this is a great thing, I think there was an equalizing of the guys suddenly realized, oh, shit. We need you guys. <laughs> that. And I'm, I'm, I think it's a great thing. Yeah. And people got to know. Guests got to know. We did videos about the logistics team, about how amazing it is. And I think it was a great thing to equalize that the guys understand what you guys do and people also understand that it's not just the guys. Yeah. I, th- I think if there's a positive out of it, that will be it. Yeah. I think it was a great thing. It was. It was in hindsight. Yes. Seeing it, yeah. yeah. Going through it, it was not fun. No, it was horrible. Do you remember, I think it was when we went to stage four. What was it? Uh, was it stage five? Five, yeah. Oh, load shedding stage. Lo- whatever. <laughs> it was lockdown five, level five. <laughs> level four. You were allowed to go out and walk from like six to nine in the morning. Yes. And I remember going to walk in our area where I've lived for 10, 15 years. And I go jog in the morning. There's never anybody, no, but nothing. On that first morning, holy shit, it looks like Ellis Park just emptied. (laughs) What the hell's going on here? Four days later, nothing. Done. It was bizarre. Yeah. I remember remember during level five. I remember watching one of the guys um, in my complex yeah. running on his balcony. I don't know if he, what How he was far is the balcony? That's not far. Like a meet, two meters? Probably two like three meters max. I'm like... Did he turn around each time? He did. You get dizzy. I, I, I looked at him. I'm like, I don't... That's determination. I don't know how you do that. It's deter- I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No. I had great intentions before. I'm going to... Because I got a guitar. I'm going to learn a guitar. And I'm going to do my light from cattle. I said, fucking nothing. Nothing. Just None like, of it happened. Man, no. Nah. Yeah. And still hasn't. <laughs> so it's like, whatever. <laughs> Maybe it was, guitar's not for you then. I not know. for now. Not for now. Maybe on the next lockdown. Next one. No. What would you do if they say that? <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. I don't think they could. I don't think they'll be able to lock us down again. People will lose their no, shit. No. People won't take it seriously. No. But even now, I mean, if you look in the US, there's so many kickbacks against... There's, they've got people dropping dead and they're saying it's because of the vaccine. They're blaming the vaccine for it. Yeah. And people are not coming back and said... All the masks you made us wear, it did nothing. You gave us this, it was nothing. And a lot of people believe, conspiracy if you will, but COVID was put in place in order to give governments power. Because we all listen to exactly what they say. What they, they say. They had no fucking idea what they were talking about. Yeah. But not, they haven't given the power back yet. So they're sitting with, they can tell us to do X, Y, Z. I don't know. It's, um, I don't think convinced. people would listen. I think, no. I think after no. what we just went through, no. They're going to be like, stuff it, 100%. whatever. What's your thoughts on load shedding? Oh, my word. Have you got a solar or I don't, I don't. inverter or something? No, no. How do you do it? I go to my parents. That helps. <laughs> that helps. Are you going to look at something like that? Um, right now, no. Mm. Uh, probably long term, I'll have to, obviously, like the rest mm. of this country, is yeah. going to have to eventually get there. 100%. But 
yeah, for now, or just, again, just wing it. Because, I mean, I, I saw, I think it was in the news now, they said level two or three pretty much full-time from now on. pretty much. And I've also heard that from J- June, July, we're going to be in pretty much number seven or stage seven. Or oh, no. These four hours, then you get two hours, then four hours off again. It's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. So much to look forward to. Yeah, that's great. It's <laughs> great. So, I mean, you, how many languages do you speak? Two. Yeah? If I can speak to, I can understand Afrikaans. Not great, but I can understand mm. it. A lot better than when I started here. Yeah. But only bad things. I, no, yeah. Only <laughs> what you guys say in the office. Don't listen to her. <laughs> Don't listen to her. I mean, if I buy you, if I give you a flight ticket anywhere in the world right now, where are you going? Greece. Oh. Mm. Have you been before? No. Why Greece? It just looks amazing. From a beach point of view? Like beach, historical, So the you're buildings. into the historical side of things as well? Yes. Yes. Have you watched Ancient Civilizations on Netflix? No. Do you know, I, I spoke to Melissa about this. Graham Hancock wrote a book many years ago called Fingerprints of the Gods. Okay. It's about Egypt and how the pyramids line up with the stars and it's all amazing and they couldn't build it now and what have you. But this Ancient Civilization thing is eight episodes on Netflix, 20, 30 minutes, and he's exploring how... 11,500 years ago, there was another civilization as advanced as we were, but it was wiped out. And he goes to all these places around the world, Turkey with the underground cities, and and, and phenomenal one from a historical point of view. I think that actually nice. some Greece in there as well. But the history side of travel is phenomenal. Guess what I'll be doing Do it. It's, from it's, tonight. It's literally, it's, I think it's called Ancient Civilizations by Graham Hancock. It's only eight episodes, but the way he explores and what happened in the parts are phenomenal. Yeah. Now I look back, because I used to travel a lot not now, but then um, gymnastics and stuff to all these incredible places. But then it was just, I'd do the Tommy tourist shit. If I, and I didn't really worry because you'd go and I'm going to go like, oh, I'm going to go to Times Square and Central Park. Woo. But there's so much more. Exactly. And that's where Greece and Turkey and those places. Yes. Oh, that's our, I love that kind of thing. Like I love going to a place and it's like just seeing the history mm. and the buildings. I love seeing ancient buildings. Mm. And when I went to Croatia, that's what I loved the most. When were you like in Croatia? A couple, of, like quite a few I mean, years ago. Yeah. Like just seeing the city walls and all mm. of those things, like it makes yeah. my heart Walk, happy. <laughs> yeah, walking down a street knowing this is like 4 million years old, exactly. what, 2,000 years old. Exactly. And then you come to South Africa and it's like the Fur Tracker Monument is Yeah, that's years as old. good as it gets. Woo-hoo. It's not really much there. <laughs> no, it's no. nothing compared. So Greece, what else? Mm. I don't actually know. Besides Uganda for the gorillas. Yeah. I, I, mm. What is it about the gorillas? Though? I don't know. They they look they look amazing. Like I can't think of anything more amazing than sitting in a forest mm. looking at a silverback or even oh. a baby or just like a whole just yeah. watching them interact. I think it is amazing. Yeah, gotta get there. It's and a lot of people don't think of it as a safari. Yeah. And it's it really isn't because I mean it's not a it's not a get on the car drive come back da da da. You go in there and you're immersed in this thing. It's like you're part of it. A hundred percent. And and the, the the chances of contact where they kind of just touch you or walk past you and stuff, it's 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 amazing. Yeah. You're really in it. One day, when I'm big. What are some of the <laughs> silliest requests you've had from guests? Where you just think, whoa. For and the reason I think about this, so gorillas, I thought one or two people say, Okay, cool, they want to do the Mara. Can they do a day trip to Cape Town? Oh, yeah. Yes. Or, yeah. They're in the, or in Sabi Sabi, can we maybe just do the gorillas tomorrow? Yes. I'm going to say no. I mean, <laughs> what kind of time. stuff have you got? What, what kind of stuff have you had? It hasn't been too bad. Like, I had a guest who was staying in Nairobi and she wanted to do a, 
uh, dates were to, I think it was one of the conservancies like that was like 10 hours away, yeah, yeah, yeah. a day trip. But other than that, it hasn't mm. been, I can't yeah. think of anything too crazy. Yeah, I think we're actually lucky because by the time people get to you, they yeah. probably found us online. They probably know that world. They've spoken to the guides. They understand. I remember the days before the internet when people got to lodges, managing lodges, when they get there. Some of the ideas were just holy hell. I mean, there's this new website called Google. Maybe try that. But people would, the, the expectations were so warped. So as I asked that question, it's because it's available. All the information is on the phone. It's right there. Yeah. yeah. I did. We did have someone who was staying in the Kruger and they were hoping to see the great migration from the Kruger. Which obviously didn't happen. Yes, <laughs> yes. But yeah. And your Mara trip, talk oh about it. Oh my word. Yeah. I cried a lot. That mm. is where I cried. Mm-hmm. Often. Yeah. It was... Was it what you expect? Because you've heard about it for so long. Yeah. It was It was better. It. Like this, I hear about the Mara every year for the last like six, seven years. Yeah. And until you actually get there, you mm. know nothing. 100%. Like it's completely mind-blowing mm. where have you ever heard birds singing in the middle of the night and That's like and like proper singing exactly yeah. like i was like i was amazed i'm laying yeah. in bed listening to the hippos and listening yeah. to the birds mm. i'm like where mm-hmm, on mm-hmm, earth mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that's amazing and again it's that same thing where don't define it too much just accept it for what exactly. it is exactly and enjoy it 100 percent. yeah i asked jono earlier on if we're looking to do any new additions and stuff and it's at that point where out of 150, for example, feedback forms, there might be one or two people who say, I don't know, have five gins at the gin bar, not four. Yeah. So we're looking at that. But other than that, again, you don't want to, you don't want to, no. if it's not broken, don't if fix it. If it ain't broken, don't so, fix it. Uh, it yeah. I can't, I can't mm. imagine. Yeah. It's hard to understand that it could get better than what it is. Like, I don't want to yeah. sound arrogant about our no, camp, no, but it, it, it honestly, mm. it, it, seems impossible uh, from our perspective yeah <laughs> i was saying to do, i'm repeating now because i've done many of these back to back but there's in life relationships work life mental physical you need structure and spontaneity to have a balanced psyche you need structure and spontaneity yeah and that camp most lodges are built on structure yeah breakfast at six this game drives and so on our camp has a structure that it flows and, and you have exactly. these things but it's the spontaneous nature thereof. Exactly. You could suddenly be sitting with Dixon and crying with him at the campfire two in the afternoon. Like, what the hell? <laughs> what and is happening? That now? job. It's it's a special thing. But yeah, we shouldn't. I don't think we should define it. No. Down to a T because you're no. not gonna. You, we've thought about at one stage doing it in monopools, about doing the same camp in monopools. Mm. There was an opportunity. You're not gonna replicate it. No, it's not gonna be the same. Not the same. So, but maybe we'll get the again one day. Go visit again. Yes. <laughs> but T, thanks for your time. We have to go and do some work and stuff. Thank we'll you. We'll do this again. And um proud having you on the team. Thank you. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye for now. Damn.